Digital intercourse. Shit, this is like a magic goddamn <laughs> wizard pill. Yeah. That's my pappy clap. Come on. We're gonna use a condom. Yeah. Digital intercourse. A nun comes in and slaps the shit out of you. Yeah. I had far less penis than I had when I went in. <laughs> Digital intercourse. Does she show a titty afterwards? Come on. Pop all chlamydia sitting on the rocking chair. <laughs> Digital intercourse. The world is an ending and women have vaginas. <laughs> But it was the day that I learned girls don't pee out of their butt. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Digital Intercourse, the shame-busting podcast from the buckle of the Bible belt. My name is Tom King, and I am here with my co-host and the queen vanilla bean, Ashlyn Nicole. What up? Here I am. Here you is. How How is you? Is that a question? Um, my tags are expired, and I've never felt more like a man on the run. Oh, dude, you know you can get your car <laughs> impounded for that in this state. I do. The police tell me every time they pull me over. <laughs> uh, I I just today got my expi- expired tags brought up to date. So oh, wow. I've been a fugitive okay. for a couple you... of months, and you know, I'm, I'm 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 playing it straight again. Hey, well, there you go. That's that's a good way to live. Well. <laughs> Our guest today also has a good way to live. Yeah, he does. He is engaged. <laughs> he is living with his fiance, and his fiance is a mother. So he's about to be in a stepdad. It's Evan Hughes. <laughs> Evan Hughes. Tulsa's favorite son. Yeah. Hi. Um, did you just come out of Tulsa's vagina? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know... It makes sense that Tulsa would have a vagina, but I never really... (laughs) Right on the Bible Belt, it's underneath the the Tulsa vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Right underneath the the buckle of the belt. Yeah. It's the best intro I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) And you've had them all. All the best intros. Uh, Evan, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful, Tom. Thank you so much. You are. (laughs) You're always wonderful. (laughs) He's too stinking wonderful. Well, we've got lots to talk about. Lots of things have changed in your life in the past year or two years, and uh, things are things that are going well for you. So let, let's get to know. Let's let our listeners who don't know you. There's literally no one that doesn't know Evan, but we're going to ask it anyway. <laughs> we'll start it off the way we always started off here. Did you know, of course, where'd you? Where are you from? And where'd you go to church? I am actually from Tulsa. I went to an Episcopal church. Episcopal. Uh, it, Do they are. Are those the are those the snake people? <laughs> the, the, no, it was. It's kind of like a light Catholic, I think. Okay, I get that. you don't even know for sure. It's like a diet. What, was that like <laughs> intense, like intense religion, or no? No, it was. It was real chill. It yeah, was, yeah. So your parents like they wouldn't force you to go to church. You'd just be like, I don't know, maybe I'll go next Sunday. We had to go, but I I didn't feel like a big. It was like it's enough that you come. Like that's it. Okay. Okay. You know. So it's pretty like loving and accepting how you want the church to be. <laughs> I think I don't. I mean, this was the '80s, so I don't know if it's up to today's oh, standards. I, for, I always forget how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you remember the '80s? You were born in '87, dude. He was not born in '87. Yeah. You got that young, that young oh, face, thank you. <laughs> and that young that. spirit. Thank you. Do you feel old? <laughs> no, I really don't. I don't. I Good. really don't. 
Well, hell yeah. I think I think you're the one living your life the best out of all the comedians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's a low hurdle to cross. <laughs> he's nailed it. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Uh, so you were born here in Tulsa? Yes. Yes. Okay. And what's your family dynamic like? Um, like my family outside my family <laughs> I live with. <laughs> yeah, like like your parents, siblings. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> Um, my mom is here in town. Okay. She's super cool. She's a, a Does femi- she come out to your shows? She's seen me a couple times. Okay. Which sounds is, about right. Yeah. Which is, it's fair. That's a lot really. Once that, once you're a close family, once they've seen you, they've seen you. They're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's From then on out, it's like, when's your next show? <laughs> okay. Tell me how it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're always like, man, I want to come. I want to come. When? Yeah. Uh, oh, next time. Next time. <laughs> You'll have another one. <laughs> yeah, she's done her time. Do you have siblings? I have a sister. Uh, she lives in California. And oh, so okay. my mom is like, a. She's. I mentioned she's a feminist. So I grew up with, my parents are divorced. So I grew up with my mom and my oh. sister. So I got to see like the... Like the older, cool mom, like working hard, working mm-hmm. a job, even going back to school, doing like, it all, doing it all, waking up early to make Super us mom? make us muffins and okay. blueberry. And my sister was like the it's younger than me, so she was like the littler, vulnerable girl. So I got to see like you know I got to grow up with like the woman in the house and, um, and like the younger and then girl. Take care of the younger one. Yeah, a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I didn't do you know. <laughs> You did the bare minimum as a big brother. I, I can't. I'm like, Ugh, you got this. <laughs> you see, mom, she's, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I can't, you know, I just, I think I did, you know, I tried. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to brag on like, oh, I'm such a good big brother. <laughs> I'm sure you were. As the human that I know you to be, I'm sure you're a great oh, brother. Thank you. Do you get to see her a lot or no? Well, no, because of the state's away thing but you know we visit each other from time to time she actually she plays in a couple bands and she just recently opened a non-alcoholic bar so a coffee shop (laughs) 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 this is it's like the new trend it's gonna be mock it's like mocktails they're gonna go all over the country really yeah these dry bars it's like a new it's like a new thing Oh, do you want to go get some fizzy water? <laughs> yeah, because there's like all these sober people that like still want to hang out, but they don't want to be right next to like the bar. No, that they makes don't sense, be especially tempted. for like people who I feel like there's a trend to kind of go more sober at this moment, you know, like or you know, like less alcohol. I mean, I like to drink. I don't like to drink every night. So like, yeah. when that's your only option to go out is a bar. Yeah. It's like fuck. Mm. I, that was. I don't want to drink beer every yeah. single night. I just want something sweet to drink, yeah. but there you yeah. Go. Just yeah. go get a hot cocoa at an open mic and just. <laughs> so how did you meet the love of your life? At a comedy show. Okay. All right. Started out how a typical comic would meet the love of his life. <laughs> okay. Wait, so there. Oh, 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 fuck. I just realized. <laughs> Ashlyn, you met your current husband doing uh, comedy. Yeah. Evan met your fiance. Oh, who shit. Was, <gasps> I met my current girlfriend who will probably be a, a spouse <laughs> doing comedy. So that's that's three for three here. Oh my god, I think we Devo met his current girlfriend doing comedy. <laughs> oh Y'all we gotta get outside besides just comedy shows. <laughs> <laughs> so we you don't met have comedy. anything else. <laughs> right. So you met she she now she doesn't do stand up. No. She's but never done stand up. She's never done stand up. So she was just watching a show. Right, yes. And said, I wanna I wanna be <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Did you approach like her that. or did she approach you? Um, so um 
It's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so, because this is recording. <laughs> I, I saw her at the Yeti after the show, and I went up to her, mm-hmm. but... She had asked at the show where I was going to be afterwards. So, okay. So, she like put a little feeler out there for you. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay. Sounded like. Uh huh. Okay. What, what more? But you didn't know that she had asked that, and you just walked up and started talking to her. Well, actually, and it wasn't like. It wasn't to hit on her or anything. I had had a really bad set, and I went up to her and her friend, and I just wanted to let them know I'm usually funny. <laughs> uh, that is the sweetest, most Evan Hughes thing I've ever heard. Wow. And I'm what sorry, how did, I'm really usually funny. How did they respond? Well, she was like, no, we thought it was good, and just... You know, I couldn't believe that, but she was just being nice because she wanted that D. I know I (laughs) wanted that Evan Hughes. (laughs) It took. It wasn't that nothing happened like that night Mm -hmm. at all, or even the next time, or even the time after that. It took like four, four (laughs) meetups, I think, before anything. Turn took a turn, and I wasn't think I wasn't thinking about anything. This is like interviewing Mr. Rogers about sex. I know. I know. I know this might be the. Do you most, feel comfortable? Um, I just think this might be the most G-rated <laughs> podcast you guys have put out so far. Hey. You know, we've had a string of some real kinky ones. We're ready for a page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me, you know, I'm gonna dial it back for you guys. But okay, I'll I'll turn up turn it up a turn little it up bit to PG at least. So we we did spend time in a photo booth that night that we met. And okay. we, we got pictures of ourselves in the photo booth oh. from the night we met, which is really sweet. Yeah, and not that dirty. But I kind of like. <laughs> pretended to like not really know how to where the money goes in to like keep her in there longer we stayed in there for like 15 minutes i was like i don't know how this works and she was like drunk and we were being like funny back and forth a couple (laughs) of silly drunks in a photo booth yeah and you remember austin uh bryant yeah yeah so his fiance like opened the curtain and saw us in there and she just gave us $5 for the picture. Like, we didn't even have any money. Oh, oh that's adorable. Yeah. It was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. Um, and then so the bar uh, closed, and we were outside, and her friend was like, hey, um, I'm house-sitting at this house in Owen Park. If you guys want to keep the party going, we can go back to this house. And I didn't usually ever do much after party stuff in that era. Mm-hmm. Like I was usually like I would party till the bar closed, but then once I got like the party to like the the party <laughs> invite to like the cocaine, like the the extra <laughs> hangout, like I was like, no, I'm good. I just go home. But I was like, yeah. And then I went over there and we actually stayed up to like 730 in the morning talking. Aww. Just me and her after the other girl had gone to bed. Oh, that's so cute. I turned it up a little, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so then, so what were you feeling then? Like, I just, just like friendship vibes, honestly. Okay. Like, I mean, I didn't think about like anything at all. Like I was in this time in my life where I was like, I actively tried to not look for anything. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. wanted to just do comedy. I know every like, time you decide that, then that's when they come along. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it was just an incredible time in my life. And I kind of had this like active thought that like, if I got involved with anyone, it could mess things up. That I'd finally found this like yes. thing for me. Yeah, uh-huh. I, mean, I mean, this was, you know, to bring you guys back in that era. This is like during the time where I'm selling like eight T-shirts a night, and oh, like people are yes. running up to me. It was at like the height of like Evan Mania, and I wasn't like. <laughs> look- <laughs> 
It's true though. Those shirts. I would see those shirts on people that aren't comedians. Yeah. People that I didn't see at comedy shows. Like, okay, everybody's got an Evan Hughes shirt now. Dude, there was like a night that I like. I think I went to uh, the Phoenix Coffee House, and some someone was wearing one. I think working there. And then I went over to Sound Pony Yeti area. There was like someone on a food truck working wearing one. There was someone bartending <laughs> pony wearing one. There was someone in oh Yeti bartending God. wearing one. And it was I was just like, what more could I want out of life? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, this is it, you know. So what? What uh, is she comfortable putting her name on the podcast? Yeah, Nicole. Nicole. Okay, so what was Nicole's uh, reaction to the T-shirt slash Evan Mania? I don't think she. I don't think that she was aware of it i don't know i don't know if she was totally aware of that or <laughs> she not. wasn't where she's like i've been dating this guy and everyone has his face on their chest <laughs> um i think so what, what happened was um i actually had a wedding to go to the next day that i had totally spaced on uh, there was actually a couple former comics that took roy's class uh got married the next day and i woke up from like that you know staying up all night like 7 30 in the morning i woke up at like 1 30 and they're their wedding was at like two thirty, oh and I God. was like, "Holy shit!" No, I saw something. I like opened Facebook and I saw a post that their wedding. And I was like, "I just got dressed, you know, went to this wedding," and then so, um, I was thinking back because I had those pictures from the photo booth on my little banister, and then I just threw them on there, and I I would see them every day for like three days. I just walk by every day. I'm like coming and going from the house. I would see those pictures. And I, you know, I kind of thought to myself, I was like, oh, that was cool. Like, I really, like, that was really cool talking to her, you know, but I wasn't just thinking about like, and I think I did think the next day about hitting her up, but it kind of felt like I was like, I was like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't do that. You know, like, I'm not going to like, you know, jump in her DMs. You know, I was just like, that what, was, that what was, was cool. your typical way to flirt normally? I like, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was just pure friendship to everybody. Yes, yes. It was the true living my true Mr. Rogers life. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then like three days later, I was finally, I was just like, I just had this thought where I was like, you know, it wouldn't hurt just to like send a message and ask her if she's like coming out again. And just to be safe, I sent one to her friend too that we went back to the house with. So I sent two like identical messages like, hey, it was cool hanging out with you guys. Like, are you guys coming back out again? Blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking of going to the bar tonight. And I got a message back from her really quickly. And she was like, yeah, we had been talking about that, and we think we're going to come back to the Yeti tonight if you're going to be there. I was like, yep, I'm going to be there. And then so that was, like, night number two. She told me later that she remembered, like, when she saw my face, how excited I was to see her. Like, she saw something in my face that was like, oh, he's, he's like, you know, really excited to see me. And um, and so that was, like, the second night. And, and that night, I kind of made it all about her. Like, I kind of, like, I think I ignored the, the, the other friend a little bit where it was kind of obvious. <laughs> like, there was kind You're of, like, a, like she felt like... please leave. <laughs> <laughs> I found the love of my life. Excuse me. <laughs> also, previously to this, you were asking how Evan flirts. I think we all know Evan flirts by hugging you and then introducing you to everyone else in the bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think, I think this was the one... Yeah, I think this was the time where we were like, we were at a, um, or it was the time after this. Remember, there was like three or four times before anything like happened. But there was one time where we were in like the Yeti booth, I remember. And it was just, there were so many people that were like coming up to the booth and like talking to me that she was like, who am I hanging out with? You know, like it was <laughs> yeah. such a big stream of like every person that comes in the bar, like comes over yeah, you and do compliments feel like me and walks on. A famous person, you know? Like During that time, <laughs> I mean, I was out every 
every single night, like multiple places usually. Wow. So I was really putting the work in, That's you know, I still put work in, but it's, I, you know, I just, I'm balancing like multiple lives now. Yeah. And this was just like one yeah. life that I was putting everything into. Do you find that like difficult now to try to balance all of that? I've actually, you know, I think there was a time when it was like making the transition was, was difficult for me before I like figured out how to do it. Mm -hmm. But now I think I felt like a real sense of relief when I started realizing that I was like doing a good job of it. Mm -hmm. And I could see that like both sides of both of my worlds were happy. Mm -hmm. Like I could tell like my friends were happy. I could tell she was happy and it just gave me these like waves of like, like acceptance and just feeling like I'm like, I'm doing this right. <laughs> I'm a boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you like, so how do you balance it? Like, what do you do? Just trying to figure out. It's like, if I haven't been out for a while, it's mm -hmm. like, I need to get out. Like it's good for her. It's good for my friends. It's good for me to like go to comedy, to go to music, like to just have a night out. Like I'm like, it's, it's time. And I just have like kind of a inherent or whatever, like a sense for it now mm -hmm. when there was a time where I didn't, I probably like, you know, hadn't gone out for a long time and it's like, I'm spending way too much time at home mm -hmm. or then it's like the other way. It's like, I'm not spending enough time as much time at home. Mm -hmm. And now I just, I don't know. I just, if you do anything long enough, I think you just get better at it. Yeah. You get into so. a rhythm. Yeah. I get that too. Of like, now did you guys like fall into the trap of like doing a lot of stuff together? And then like when things would maybe like start to shift and like schedule started to get a little different, like did you have a hard time with that? I or? think early on, because I hadn't had anything like her or like the relationship, I was like, I had that era where I was like way too clingy, wanting to spend every <laughs> second with her, you mm -hmm. know, where it was just like I'd waited so long to have that thing mm -hmm. that I didn't even know that I wanted. Yeah. And it was just like, Aww. you know. <laughs> so it, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it took some time. Yeah. So at what point did you, did you find out she has kids how many kids did you, one kid one many, she got one, one kid yeah not and did the, you care about that not the first time we met um it, i found out during the phase of like nothing's going on no romantic interest so okay. i already knew mm, um okay. i think the second time we met her friend well, we were just out at the yeti that that second time she was like oh yeah you're some blah, blah blah something like that and i was like oh you have a kid and she was like oh yeah and then you know i think we talked about that a little bit but mm -hmm. you know there was no thoughts about any kind of like it really wasn't until, um, I mean, I can go, you know, that might be in like one of your future questions, like what drove me into like the romantic part of it, but it wasn't happening at that point with what we're talking about. Okay. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I mean, go ahead and like elaborate on that of like, were you nervous to like get into the relationship at all because of that? Or were you kind of like already like, I'm going to do whatever she's the love <laughs> of my life. <laughs> um, it was like. You know, it just, it really just like hit me all at once, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we'd hung out like three or four times, but it's like, you know, when you click with somebody like on a friend level, like you're having like good conversations and you're like hanging out and you're, you're getting closer with someone. Um, but you're not necessarily thinking about anything romantic. It's just mm -hmm. like, you know, it's someone that you're having a lot of fun with and long conversations. And I don't know why even early, like those first couple times, even though we were talking for all these hours, it didn't really occur to me like. Oh, I should try to date this person or is mm -hmm. this love or like, you know, I just didn't have those like normal thoughts. And I think, you know, part of it, you know, I haven't really thought about this that much, but like, you know, maybe it, it was, or it does have something to do with all that mania that was going on, that there's so much happening that it's like, even now I'm kind of like that where I don't have a lot of time to just make these, like these 
thoughts don't just like <laughs> come to me <laughs> because there's yeah. so much going on. There's so yeah. much mania. And I have all these thoughts about like my shows and this and that. And you feel like you're always kind of busy, like you're juggling a lot of things. Yeah. I'm always like, I always feel like I'm behind. I always yeah. feel like, you know, right now I should have done, you know, a hundred things and I should do like a hundred things before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. So do you just kind of have that initially just like an overactive, like need to always be doing something? Well, it's interesting because I didn't used to, I mean, when I didn't have anything going on in my life, like, you know, a couple of years before doing comedy, for example, um, I could spend hours just thinking about one thing without another thought or just like two things. It was like I was it was so much easier for me to not. So I haven't always been like a, a manic, like, <laughs> you know, subjects changing in my brain every 10 seconds person. I just yeah. became that way over time. Mm. Um, but anyway, so so we we'd hung out like three Maybe four times. I don't know why. I can't quite remember. <laughs> it was three or, three or four times. And um, I was I was getting ready uh, to go out. I was like combing my hair. I remember I was I was in front of my my bathroom mirror, and I felt like this little like like a needle like kind of like stabbed my heart a little bit. And it was like ow. I was and I was like I my thought was I was like I was I gotta see her. Oh. And it was just and I and I was kind of like it put me in a daze and I kind of like went and sat on my couch and I was like, fuck, I think I have like a crush on her. <laughs> Your eyes just immediately turn into cartoon hearts. <laughs> That's funny. You thought you, were, you thought you were falling in love. It was an actual heart attack. <laughs> You're lucky to be alive. <laughs> and it was just like, I, I was just like, man, I got to do something about this. I was like, I have to face it. Like I was given this, like, I was like, I can either... You know, my options would be to just like, you know, totally ignore it and go on with my life with what I'm doing and push it back down again. Like I may have before initially, like just continue to push down feelings. But it just kind of felt like I was like, you know, like that that felt like a coward move to me. Like mm -hmm. I was just like, I need to like, you know, I'm going to go for this. And then if it doesn't work out, then I, then I know. But if I never make a move towards if I don't never if I never try for it then I have to just go on knowing I was like scared. And, mm -hmm. and during that, that part of my life, I was still actively thinking about like, I, you know, went and did comedy. Um, even though I was kind of scared to, it was like a lot of the best things I ever did in my life. I was frightened to do. Yeah. And I did them. And that was the biggest payoffs I ever got were the things that scared me the most. Yeah. Take those risks that scare you the most. It will pay <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you found out that she had a kid. She, that's a son, you said, right? Yes. How old is he? 11 now. 11. He okay. was uh, eight whenever we first got together. Okay. So how, how did you feel about that? Are you, or what was the relationship started going? You Were know, you... I, I, I really didn't, I don't think I thought about it really at all. Like I really didn't. Like it was just so, um, you know, everything is so new. And I, I don't think I ever thought about like, future terms i mean i guess this kind of goes along with you know kind of the way my my brain works or doesn't work <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know it, it wasn't you know it's even if i'm presented with hey this is a thing over here i i don't really sit and think about it that much you know like it's just like it was kind of a like oh cool like you know i mean i i have i had nothing i had you know, no way of knowing what to think about it. Or I didn't think about it, mm -hmm. you know. What was it like, like, when you first met him? Like, did she talk to you about meeting him first, or? Yeah, I can I can still picture it. Um, it was in her old her old uh, rental house, not too far from here. 
Um, where are we at right now? Can we say? <laughs> <laughs> We're at the Digital Intercourse Love Lab, live recording studio. And near like 11th and Lewis, kind of. <laughs> Is it really? I thought, I mean, I thought this was Harvard. Uh, Harvard, yeah, something like that. I, I want to say we're we're like less than a mile from here. Anyway, um, so you know she she talked to me about it like, hey, we're we're gonna meet him tonight here. He's at my place, and we we went over there, and I remember him coming out of his uh, his little playroom, um, and he was just like, you know, hi, I'm Oscar, and, and <laughs> kind of like his cute little you know little kid voice. Like, hi, like, hi, I'm Evan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think she had she had prepped him too in the same way it prepped me, and it was just kind of like it was totally like, like how'd she prep you guys? Well, just in the sense of like I think she was like, hey, you're gonna meet this guy, and you know, hey, you're gonna meet my son. <laughs> I think. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't know how to do it. Like okay. that was it. Just <laughs> yeah. And just you and her son are just both so chill. Like okay, yeah. I didn't. I didn't really think about it. <laughs> well, I I will say no. I did. I you know thinking back, I. I did think it was a big deal in the sense that I, I did want to like, you know, make a good impression. I wanted it to go well. I, I at least had those like basic thoughts. I didn't stress about it. Like I never thought like it was going to go horribly. Like I never had that kind of like fear of like, I'm going to really mess this up. I mm -hmm. was like, no, I'm, you know, gonna be good. And, yeah, because um, you're the Tulsa prince, so like <laughs> he can have a little baby son prince thing. <laughs> 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 so we, <laughs> so we uh we went to uh, a park uh, i don't remember which one we we threw uh some balls around and um i i remember at one point like i hadn't done anything athletic in like years so <laughs> but i wanted to you know i wanted to do a good job and i was like th literally like throwing my arm out like i really could have like really hurt myself like i i know it, it wasn't good but, um, is he kind of athletic? Does he play sports? He he doesn't, but um, I think he has like that inherent like I mean you know a kid a kid Wants will a kid will make you look bad at sports if you haven't worked out in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we he was like way down the field like it was like a park with like huge open field. I think it was um, what's yeah I, I we don't need to know the name of the park. <laughs> so I I he was way like way way way, way far and I threw it like as hard as I could and he caught it perfectly and I was like in my head I was like yes yeah so after, after leave, leaving that I was kind of like oh it's like my arm hurts but I was like I did good oh yeah. so like uh so okay. how did how did you know or how did she know you know that it was time to meet the kid I think it was pretty quick. Like, oh, yeah. I think it had, it had been like just a couple of weeks. Like it was, it was quick. And we talked about that later, how quick it was. And she was just like, Hey, you know, if I, if I like a person, um, and I think a person's good, like it's, you know, good for him to meet good people, like as many good people as he can meet, like, you know, that it wasn't, it wasn't going to be bad for him to meet me, you know, like I'm not going to keep good people away from him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so it was a conscious decision. So was there like any hesitancy like when you guys decided to live together or was there like a conversation about all of that? Um yeah, um we uh we talked about maybe moving in like within the first couple months mm -hmm. and it was a no from her. Mm -hmm. Um which I totally like respected and understood. Like I think I brought it up. Mm -hmm. I threw it out there like really early cuz I was like really gung-ho early <laughs> on. I was like I'm ready for this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to be a dad. He caught the ball that I threw so like <laughs> That's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> now does she have 
full custody, joint custody? It's a, it's, um, yeah, Shared. it's, it's, it's not in the court system. They just have mm. like a, the dad gets him for a week and then she has him for a week okay. kind of a thing. And then, so, um, I met Did him. Did you have to meet him? Yeah. Yeah. He lives in Tulsa too. He's married. I met him really early on too. He came over to like pick up something or drop something off. Not Oscar, but just like something. <laughs> <laughs> And I okay. said I said something to him, I think a joke or something, or I mentioned something, and he laughed, and it was like cool right away. Like oh, I was okay. like, oh, oh, this guy's great, you know. Like I felt a sense of relief like immediately. I probably didn't even have like, because I think we didn't even know he was coming over. I think so. I didn't have time to like worry about, it. and I never did. You know, I didn't worry <laughs> <Yeah>. about. It. <laughs> you were already confident. <laughs> Is there? And we're gonna get slightly <laughs> off topic here. Is there anything? That you do, in fact, worry about. Because so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, telling the story, like, I think I all the times where I wasn't worried were, was a good thing. Like, I think the confidence is what helped a lot of this happen. And <laughs> confidence is good. Yeah. So, do you have any advice or any, like, other people that when you're meeting your significant other's kids... Yeah, uh, that's a good. That's a good question. I think be a good person, throw a good ball. <laughs> well, I think back to like how I was treated by adults that I, when I was a kid, and I I try to not do that. Just like you know, kids get so many fake compliments all the time, where you're yeah. constantly like, "Oh, you're so good at that. You're so this. You're so that." That it they hear that so much that I don't think it feels real, and it doesn't do what you think it's going to do. Yeah. Like it, it, it just kind of makes you seem like a phony. So I think I, and I, I'm, I'm kind of like that with most people too. Like I don't really like give a bunch of, you know, fake compliments. Like I, I legitimately, like when I say something, I'm like, I a hundred percent mean that. You Which know? is, it's strange because you do give out a lot of compliments, but all of them <laughs> seem, they all seem genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I do like a lot of stuff, but I mean, I, I just wouldn't be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every single post on Facebook ever. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was going to come up. <laughs> Can't believe if you don't know, Evan Hughes is notorious for liking every I, post yeah, on I do. Facebook. I do. That's, that's one of my favorite. Or do you love react? Are you, you only hey, like he gives you? a thumbs. Just oh, okay, like. okay. That's one of my favorite things when I'm scrolling through and just someone else posts a screenshot from their phone where Evan has liked like six things in a row. <laughs> my past six notifications are all Evan Hughes like this. Uh, so how? So you, so then you made you did finally make the decision to move in together. After yes. Yes. So what what happened was she moved out of that that rental house into an apartment that was that cost less per month. And um, I stayed over sometimes, but we just kind of like feel that felt it out. Like it wasn't a true move in really until the end. But even then, the whole time she had that place, I still had my my place. Like I never got rid of my place. I just started staying over, started staying over, started staying over more. It was a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of gradually moved in. So, but that definitely changes the dynamic of the relationship when you start staying at her place, even when you have your own place. So, how did that change things with you and with the kid? That was a, that was a really big thing because it was a lot of times it was based on just like the mood or like the vibe. It was because it was sort of like we knew and even now, you know, he needs X amount of time just with her without me around. And we were kind of just like feeling feeling that out and like how much is too much, mm-hmm. you know, like it would sometimes it would just be like you could kind of tell or like he would say something sometimes. And it was just like I, I should I should go, you know, like it's you know, it's 830 uh, I'm going to get out of here. And then I would, you know, go to the bar or whatever or go home. 
Usually didn't go home, but it, that, was, that was kind of what it was. Sound Pony is your home. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the Yeti. But. Yeah, that's right. You were, you were Yeti. R.I.P. <laughs> but he, uh, you know, and then there was times where it was like it was definitely okay. It's cool. I'm I'm staying the night. You know, it was just you know kind we just kind of left it. left it. Yeah, I felt we were always feeling everything out, which I think was was good. And that's that's what I recommend everybody to do is just like feel it out. Moment you know, or have moment. a conversation. Yeah. So do you get a chance? Like, are you? What is it like to deal with? Like, are you parenting him? Like, is, or does she? Does Nicole care about like how you discipline or what? I don't. I don't do any of that stuff because I never did early on, and um, I really wanted to like always stay true to like what our relationship was. Like, I never really like switched up on him, and I don't intend to. So, like her, her discipline is like more than enough. I mean, we had talked about that before. How she definitely doesn't like. You never double down on it. Like one person's like, hey, do this, you know, and then the other person comes in even louder, like, yeah, you better. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just become like her disciplinary hype man. Like, yeah, you heard your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Exactly. Did you ever feel like awkward with him or you just always felt like after the ball, you were like, I'm golden and. Oh, no, no. Are there still awkward moments? Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like any relationship. Like, I don't think you can't name one of your friends where you're like, I've never had an awkward moment with this friend. It's like, (laughs) no, you have. Maybe you didn't know it was awkward, but it was awkward. You were the one making it awkward and you couldn't tell. (laughs) Especially with me. I mean, come on. Like, yeah, I've made it awkward before for sure. Has it changed too with him like getting older like now from eight to like 11 is he changing at all oh so much yeah and it's just it's only gotten better like it's really like because the conversations are more fluid because there's more understanding you see like the extra dimensions and layers to life and like what you're talking about Mm -hmm. um where it's sort of like it kind of goes from like the your more simple concepts of conversation into Mm -hmm. more like advanced um so he he sees a lot more now you know, he watches like, you know, more adult, more funnier, you know, programming and stuff like that. Like he watches like Key and Peele and he like he gets the joke. So mm-hmm. it's like he's it's like being around a little adult at times, yeah. even though he's not. You can kind of forget. Yeah. Um, or oh. something else I wanted to say about that. But um, you were going to tell us about the most awkward moment you had. With <laughs> <laughs> the most awkward moment. Um, you know, we, we did have, um, this was, this was one that I talked to Lauren about a little bit. That's, um, that always sticks out in my mind that I, that I remember was like kind of an adult, um, time, you know, with us that happened was, uh, you know, his, his mom always tucks him in, tucks him into bed. Um, you know, and I was never involved in that process. You know, it's like a very, you know, intimate, like private process. And there was one time we, we weren't, it, we were staying at, at a lake house, uh, a family's lake house. And um, I was just in the room and it was like ready for him to go to bed and he was in bed and, you know, Nicole was kind of like, oh, you can sit, sit down, you know, with us. And um, kind of as soon as I did, I kind of kind of felt like he was like, hey, like too close, you know, uh. like I, I felt it, I think, before she did. Like I I just kind of have a sense for like if I'm making someone uncomfortable or like mm-hmm. something's not cool and I just it was like, boom. But it actually took a minute. Like, she kind of proceeded. It was, like, a few minutes. And then, like, she could tell. And she was like, hey, Evan, like, I mean, you, should, you know, go out there and I'll, you know, finish tucking him in. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then it was, like, an hour later, maybe more. And, like, she hadn't come out yet. And I was like, I was like, shit. Like, I was like, that is, this is not good. Aww. And then when she finally came out, I was like, yeah, we talked about it. And it's like, maybe things are, like, a little too soon. And it was just, like, such, you know, and I cried. And it was just, like, Aww. such an adult, like, 
I had gone from like my, my life to at that point from like where it was like, let's say six months ago Mm -hmm. from like just partying and comedy shows (laughs) and everybody's drunk and star life. (laughs) Yeah. To being in this, like this, like family situation, you know, there's like teddy bear pillows and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there is. And, um, it's just, it was, it was such a stark, it was, it was incredible. Like I was aware of it, the, how, how my life had changed and like where I was like, where I was going. And, um, it was like really intense because I wanted it so bad. I wanted to go full speed ahead, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was kind of like at a comedy show. It was like, I got the light. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say <clears throat> you can totally come tuck me in anytime. You want. <laughs> Thank you. And I will. That's very good. Of It'll you. be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It'll hundred percent be awkward. <laughs> That's going to be the fun of it. <laughs> So, uh, so, so you moved, you got a house together because you mentioned that you were, you kind of were staying at her place for a while. Yes. And then things kind of escalated where the two of you got a house together. I say escalated like this is like a customer service. I need to speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what conversation did you have leading into the house buying? I, I had brought it up a couple of times. Um, and it had, like we talked about earlier where I, I talked about moving in together and got, got a no earlier on. And I, I kind of brought it up again and it was like a, it was like a, okay. And I, I remember kind of like, I would have been ready like two months ago. I don't, I don't know if she was waiting for me to bring it up again or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was, I was just kind of like, all right, let's, let's do this. And then we, we found it really, really fast. I think we only looked at one other house and we looked at it the, the same day. We looked at two houses and moved in and it happened within probably like, probably within a month of um, deciding we were going to do it, even though it usually takes people longer to like to find the right place and stuff like that. But we had to wait a while to move in because there was like mold and all this stuff. And <clears throat> so it took some time to actually move in. But uh, yeah, it was August of 2018. We, we got it. So how's it been like in the new house and then you guys got engaged? Like did that, <laughs> did that change anything in the dynamic of things? <laughs> you know, I think I don't, I don't think getting engaged actually actually did mm-hmm. um it was i think it was just a, like i think it it does feel better than ever and um <laughs> but um i think it was going to anyway it's just like with the time things just get easier and you figure out the other person more and the situation more and like you know just everybody just gets more more comfortable in a good way mm-hmm. i think like it's it's healthy and there's growth and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah because how long have you guys been together now <clears throat> So it's uh, March of 2017 to, okay. to now. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. And so now with the three of you living together, there's bound to be times where you and the kid are there, but Nicole's not. Yes. yes. How, how is that? It's awesome, man. I mean, honestly, like, I, I don't think about it enough how much it's actually, like, impacted me, but it's made me such a better person and a more fun person and, like, it's it's such a weird thing, and I've said it so many times to people, and it, it always gets a weird reaction. But I'm just like, <laughs> dude, get a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's I've what my mom always tells me. She's like, you'll just be, because I'm like, you know, I get afraid that like I'll stop doing things, and she's like, that's when you're your most creative because the kids are just like, you know, learning so much and all of that, and that you, 
and and you can be your most silly self as a silly person you know as comedians you know <laughs> yeah it really kind of brought me back to like my roots of like my myself when i when i was a kid yeah. like a lot of what you've lost the earth hardened becomes soft again you know and you get all you get a lot back um you know just like playing with toys and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. really like it makes you more fun it makes you look at the world in a different way and gives you like a new a new old perspective hmm. so what toys does he have that you get to play with man he has he is such an incredible <laughs> <Video> collection <laughs> because his his mom got him all these like like they were always going to like garage sales and stuff so he actually Ooh, has yeah. like a lot of like 80s like old toys and weird <laughs> toys and like just stuff where you're like, what is this? And there's stuff that's like missing arms or it's like been defaced or like, you know, a dog bit off part of it. And it's just like, you play with that. <laughs> Kid toys are fun to play with. Yes. Yeah. Adult toys are also fun to play with. And if you have some adult toys that you need to bring into your life, you can check out our sponsors over at peggingtoys.com. They've got anal beads, anal lube. It's not all about pegging. They've got strap-ons, but they've got so much more. The beads, the lube, the plugs. Some of the butt plugs vibrate. Ooh. So you got to get you some of that. Also, they got some really good hygiene products. Enter promo code DIGITAL for 10% off your next purchase at peggingtoys.com. <laughs> None of their products were, are from a garage sale. <laughs> they are not chewed on by any dogs or any other animals. Very good products. Have you guys? So have you guys? Okay, and I'm asking this for me because um, I just got married with you know a fellow comedian, and so <laughs> um, have you guys? You said you started planning, but have you really started planning? We we're having talks now about like we we need to have like having talks. Have, <laughs> we're having talks okay. about. Okay. We need I, to I know talks. where you're at now. <laughs> I've got one really serious question from one comedian to another. Can I do a set at your wedding? <laughs> I, just, I just need to do like a good tight five so I can hit this wedding circuit. <laughs> yes. Ashlyn said no, so I. Was, yeah, you know. Ashlyn. My wedding's not a joke. <laughs> Ashlyn's brother-in-law did a set at her wedding. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. It was wild. It was awesome. I loved I loved everything he said. Yeah. It was so funny. Oh, God. So you've, you've got no planning in the wedding yet? Do you know, like, do you want to have a summer wedding, a beach wedding? We're talking about, you know, October, like a fall Hear that? Copycat, Tom. Copycat. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I love so much about um, Adam, your brother-in-law's speech? Um, So his speech was just like, he talked about like how Adam, like he went out to like. Well, and also I just want to say too, right before this, he wasn't going to say any of this stuff. And right before this, um, his grandma, like we, we thought like we didn't know if she was, cause she had had like a mild heart attack or whatever at our wedding. And so right before that, so he had written out all this stuff and he chucked it. And so what you were about to say is what he ended up saying. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I, I loved how he, he talked about Adam, like, taking all these risks and how he was like, yeah. Oh, it's not going to work out. Like he's not going <laughs> to, this comedy's not going to go well, or he's moving. You're like, Oh, he's going to fuck up. But mm-hmm. he's just like, when you, when you sit back and look at it and like, you look at you and you look at that wedding and all the friends that are there and all the comics, it's like, dude, you did great. Like he legitimately. And I was like, yeah, if you really look around at Adam's life, like he, <laughs> he may have took some risks, but look where he's at. He's yeah. got you and he had all his friends there. <laughs> it was a it's a good wedding. It just shows, you know. Yeah. It was cool. It was definitely um 
you know especially too because like you know when we started out in comedy uh we didn't know anybody and so it was kind of cool then where it was like oh man now we know all these bitches <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't know anybody either so um okay so you're you're planning all of that and what's the future look like for you guys like what do you guys want like man i just i just want to be with her forever like yeah. I, I, I still, do you guys want to stay in Tulsa forever? Or? I, I really can't say we'll be here forever. Like I just, you know, I think. Do, have you met her side of the family, her yes. parents and stuff? Yes. Do they yeah. live here? Uh, her mom does. Her dad lives in Joplin. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so I've hung out with her dad like multiple times. Like I've, I've met pretty much everybody in her family. Nice, nice. I think no. though, like I think we'll stay here at least while Oscar's through school okay. you know like for yeah. sure uh -huh. i mean i think you know someday if he's like gone at college and things change i mean other friends are going to move away you know things are going to happen i mean saying that you're going to be somewhere forever i don't know that you can really say that yeah but i want to be with her like wherever wherever we are i still have those times where i like look over at her and i just have like you know thoughts about like like i would like be in such a bad place like mentally if something happened to her you yeah know? Like, yeah oh yeah me and adam do oh that all God. the time just yeah. like the relationship dread that's what i know yeah. i know and it's like you also want to just be like okay stop thinking about that let's just be in the moment now because it's almost like you're mourning the future you know you're just like what if you're at an imaginary funeral and you're like he's here everything's yeah. fine why yeah. am i doing this uh so you're y'all are not really planning to leave you know while he's a kid no, no, because that would that would probably be difficult, like with with the dad living here and y'all living somewhere else. Uh, how do you maintain that balance now? Is that of um, like with Oscar with, with multiple with the two households, really? Yeah. Well, um, his his dad doesn't live that far. So it's just kind of like it's it's all a really it's really ideal. It's like whatever the best um, you could imagine it being is what it is, where it's like you have right. this other guy that's just like. The best guy he could be, like the coolest dude, lives really close. Like everything is like. The do most... you guys kind of do like a week on, week off kind of thing? Still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And there's like freedom to like, you know, if there's like a cool show we want to take him to, we just hit him up and we're like, hey, can we swing by and get him? And he can do the same for us. So it's just like, there's literally like, there's nothing really there to like complain about or like it's it's the. I mean, you could imagine, like, I've heard from other people, like, they're like nightmare scenarios, but it's like the complete opposite of that. It's like, the best scenario. And there's so many people that love and care about him. That's crazy. Like the support system is crazy. Cause you, have, like cause you have, the, he has like the step, well, he has, you know, future stepdad situation and mm -hmm. he has, he has a stepmom, you know, and he has that, he has so many people, he has all these grandparents, like all these friends, Aww. like he has all, you know, he has my friends, he has her friends, he has his dad's friends, he has his dad's wife's friends. Like all these people, like willing to do stuff for him, and he's just gonna realize that I think more and more as he gets older, he's gonna be like, "Shit, I have like an army here." Mm -hmm. And some people <laughs> grow up with like one person. Yeah, that's you know. true. That's true. That's really fortunate. Yeah. yeah. So now, his dad is remarried. Do they have kids? No. Okay. So he's he's legitimately an only child. Yes. And just yes. with an army of adults to. to <laughs> 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 well, his dad's sister just had a baby, so there's gonna be like a new uh, little cousin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Now, do, does your fiance does she involve you in like decisions about him? Is there anything like? I mean, I you know I think you know my input is listened to, but I mean I I I'm so happy with like what my place is. It's just like a supportive person, just being there for support. That is just like. It's, it's whatever, mm -hmm. you know, like I always know that it's like whatever 
happens with him. Like she's put tons and tons and tons of thought into it and it's coming from like the best possible place. Like I've never had a situation where, you know, she's been like, Hey, we're going to do this. And I've been like, Whoa, why would we do that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> so, so what kind of stuff has surprised you about being kind of in control of a kid? Oh man. It's, it's just all good stuff. I'm, I should have, I should have a better answer for this, but, um, yeah, it's just, I think the, like, I think the amount of love in my life has just gone up by a lot. I think of how much more like playful I am and how much more playful my comedy has gotten. Yeah. I've noticed that. I will say that like, it it is weird. Like ever since you met Nicole, you just have these like sillier moments and stuff. And at first it threw me off. I was like, Wait, oh, you're kidding? Okay, all right, cool. We're being silly bellies. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, I feel like I'm more, um, you know, in every way, like all yeah. of it. Like, I like I'm, I think I'm funnier. I think I dress better. Like, I think. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> we've all noticed the dressing better, too. You're not just walking around in a T-shirt with your own face on. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You had this, like, one, like, 70s-looking <laughs> zip-down hoodie thing. And everybody was like, look at Evan over there. He's got a little ring on the zipper. He's just looking so cool. Thank looking you. like Bruno Mars. <laughs> Thank you so much for noticing that. Did you make that decision or is Nicole like helping you? I think it's like part of just like, I think it's part of my growth. I mean, they deserve credit for it, but I think like (laughs) them, I think it's like who's in your life definitely like helps propel you into more like positive directions. Yeah. Cause you're like, I want to look better. This, this outfit looks like it resonates with me or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, if If you live with people that are like you know, wearing fun stuff or, you yeah, know, cause she also dresses super cute too. Yeah. So it's like, I'm seeing her like getting clothes and stuff like that. It's like, how could I not? I mean, I think I'm aware enough. And do you guys just, thrift a lot? Is that, or? we do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We go to like, you know, quality thrift mm-hmm. and quality all, thrift, all the, all the hot ones. <laughs> <laughs> does Oscar dress nice too? He does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Damn. I had no sense of style at 11. <laughs> <laughs> No, he has so much style. Dang. He doesn't want me to post like pictures of him, but like uh, I, there's one or two that are up on my page that you can look at. Okay. At 11, it was just always like gym shorts or jeans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a no fear shirt. You remember when no fear shirt was popular? That's when I was 11. <laughs> uh, so what what does he call you? Does he just call you Evan? Oh yeah, the seven. Uh, are you, do you, are, do you call yourself a stepdad? Do you like the term stepdad? Or? I mean, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to get it when we get married. I mean, you can't, I mean, I'm not going to reject it. You know, like I'm, mm-hmm. it's cool with me. You know, I just, <laughs> I've been correcting people that have called me up before we're married just because it's like a technical thing. And I just feel, You're I don't, st- I don't know. I just, I feel like I don't want anyone to think it's mm-hmm. weird that I like got engaged and already started calling myself. I just try to be really accurate with it. Hi, I'm stepdad. <laughs> just a stickler for the rules. <laughs> uh, now, I do, I don't know, maybe this is kind of old school thinking, but a lot of people kind of put a little bit of a stigma on parents that are not together, like divorce being a bad thing, stepparents. It does, have you, do you get any feedback on that? Has anybody had any kind of negative Oh, well, I mean, they, they never got married. And I think, I don't think that they'd been together since he was one years old. Okay. So it was like, you know, he's always kind of used to that. Yeah. His dad was married for a few years before I even met his mom. 
So like, you know, he are, he went to their wedding and he loved it. Like he's, you know, Aww. so I think a lot of stuff we haven't had to deal with that could have been a negative because of things that had already happened that helped our situation, hmm. well, you know, before I got cool. there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he does kind of, like you were saying, have that big support system mm-hmm. because he's got kind of two families. So that's kind of nice at least. Yeah. He's already seen like someone <laughs> come in on the other side. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like the same thing, but for his mom. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Evan and his cute little family. <laughs> I would you say that there's ways like that where he's probably better off with with two families? I mean, that's there's certainly some positive aspects to it, right? Yeah, I think that's one of those things where I think like I don't try to sell him on that, or it's like not like a conversation. You know, I'm never like, you know, aren't you glad I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think when he get when he gets even older he'll kind of like be like yeah this, this is cool or like even more so you know where he'll yeah, realize just, even I mean, more he's already so close to being a teenager you know he's like what a preteen is 11 a preteen i don't know yeah. but, um that's just crazy like soon he's gonna his voice is gonna start deepening soon like isn't that weird to think yeah, it's, of? it's happened a little bit <laughs> oh a, really a little bit yeah <gasps> oh. yeah I know that's one. Of, that's one of the main things that that I would I would tell people is when the, ki- the kid gets older, all the the for me like all the personality stuff, all the conversations way better. But seeing them get get bigger is kind of sad. Yeah, it's like oh you're yeah. so small and you look at their hands, you're like damn dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you're know? not as cute. <laughs> When you were a baby, you were so cute, but now look at that jawline. <laughs> uh, so what what does Nicole teach him or has taught him about sex? Oh man, I <laughs> don't I don't know. I you, you should have given me that question before I came here. I, I, <laughs> okay, so you're just completely staying out of that aspect of raising the kid. Yeah, unless he needs to talk to me, you know. And if yeah. he you know if he if he wants to talk to me, I'm there. But then yeah. you know he's got his dad too, and you know. I haven't I haven't thought about if I'd have to field any of those questions. I mean, I'm here, but I don't, yeah. you know. <laughs> You're chill. That, yeah, I'm chill. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> yeah. That's really good that he does have that level of support staff. That It's good for him to have it. It's also good for you to not have to carry a whole lot of burdens. Like, you don't have to worry about yeah. answering that, you know. You're there if it comes up, but you don't have to, like, all right, I got to psych myself up. I got to go <laughs> teach this kid about jerking off. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so real. I mean, that's one of the, I mean, that's one of the many beneficial things there is for just being in that supporting role. There is some stuff that you just, you don't really do, you know, or you may or may not do, you know. Uh, I did have a friend, his 11, this was been a few years ago, but his uh, 11 year old son sent him a meme Mm -hmm. and it was, uh, it was a, a hole in the, in the ceiling and a cat looking down on it. And it said, ceiling cat watches you masturbate. Oh my God. And he showed his dad and his dad kind of lived and he's like, wait a minute. Do you know what that word means? And he was like, no, what does it mean? And he said, okay. So I had to tell him. And then I smoked a whole pack of cigarettes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that can be stressful even when it is your kids. <laughs> uh, what is it like with you and your wife now trying to, to have sex with a kid in the house? Oh, my God. Lauren told me we were not going to get these questions. <laughs> Lauren did not tell that to me. <laughs> it's quiet. It's quiet. I mean, whatever you want to divulge, you know, yeah. you don't have to, or you can make up a story. It's only one word you need. Quiet. It's quiet. Okay. <laughs> so you, you've been sneaky, sneaky. Uh, so you've been through a couple of Christmases yes. with the kid. Now, three, I think. Yeah. So how does he, I th- 11, I feel like is too old for Santa Claus. Were you there? Oh, for, yeah. No, I was, Were you there I, for any Santa Claus years? 
I well, I was actually. I think I was in the room the first time we ever like officially. Where she, I let her say it, but it was just like you know, not real. Like I. Think oh, I, you were there when she <laughs> told him Santa's not real. Yeah, but I think he he already knew. It was pretty okay. much like a given. Like it wasn't a. He was like, yeah, I get it. You know, kind of a thing. It was. It was like I was like. Part of me was like, oh, I think this is big, but it was also, it was sort of like, it wasn't as big as, I can't sell it to you that it was this huge thing. Yeah. He it already was, kind of knew. It, it was just, low key. It just hadn't been spoken until then. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they'd had the conversation because I kind of looked at her face and I think it, I think it was a new thing, but it also is, it was a very like low level, like low key, like it was chill. That's good. Yeah. No freak out. So did you, are you... A lot of parents will say that the, the watching their kid open presents is way more fun than opening their own. Oh, so yeah. Like, so you've been there for some of the presents with the kid? Oh, yeah. And I, yeah, I don't, I, me and her, and to some degree him, like, he hasn't had the Christmas where he gets, like, 35 presents in a row. Like, he's, he. Really? He, with all that, all like, mom and stepdad and stepmom and aunts and uncle. <laughs> every, you would think everybody's <laughs> just raining presents on this kid. <laughs> everybody early on, I think, agreed to, like, not spoil him. And it was just, like, you get one thing from everybody, maybe two things from grandma, because it's hard to control grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma's going to spoil him. There's no controlling that. Yeah, but it is, it is, it's pretty much, like, the level that I was at when I was a kid, it's a very healthy and it's, and it's even now, like, I mean, I think as far as a kid, I don't know any other kids to verify this, but, but he's not one of those like Christmas is coming. I'm getting everything. You know, I need this. I need that. He's total opposite. Very like, I don't care if we do it this year. Like, it's awesome. It's so <laughs> mature. It's so cool. <laughs> like it's how I am like right now, but like as an 11 year old where it's like, <laughs> Like, really? It's cool. That's pretty great. Yeah. And I think it just depends on where you start with them. I think when you do that Christmas, when you give them 35 things, you can't backtrack. Yeah. yeah. But if That's you start true. it like I drew you a picture, then you can keep it at that <laughs> yeah. level. And you, it, you can build up as, as you want. But yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like once you've set that tone, that's it. That's what it is now. Sweet. I'm going to yeah. start off my kid with a granola bar. <laughs> <laughs> Santa brought you a cookie. <laughs> yeah. There was, I think our first Christmas together, um, I got, I'm trying to remember what I got him, but he really liked um, Skittles, but the red ones were his favorite. So I got a couple huge bags of Skittles and just, took out all the red ones and gave him just like a huge Ziploc of like a million red Skittles and, oh my God. and something else even, I think, but I, I gave him like two things, I think, but it's like, it's not crazy stuff, you know, but he, um, he ran back to his room and came out with two far side books that he knew I liked and gave them Aww. to me. And, nice. and his mom was like, mm, like, you don't give Evan both your far side books. <laughs> There's more far side books to give the kids. Yeah, she was like, take one, leave one here. That was when I still have my place. So she's like, don't oh, take both the far side books back to your place. Like, what so is he decided, far side? Oh, it's, it's some of the best uh, comics ever. They're, oh, they're kind of okay. like similar, not to really compare them, but it's like, you know, kind of like Bedgood style comics. Oh, but like, okay, okay. he's had been influenced by Gary Larson. Gary Larson's like the best to ever do it, in oh. my opinion. I mean, they're incredible. You should Google far side comics. Okay. There's some absolute classics. But it was it was so sweet, and like I definitely felt like I was like, oh, I've made it. Aww. You know? <laughs> that was your Oscar moment, getting too far side. And then you're like, quick, catch this ball. <laughs> so are are the kids' birthdays pretty much the same way? I guess. Yeah, 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 totally. Sure. The the birthday is actually a bigger deal. 
Is it? Okay. Yeah. The birthday has been a bigger deal. It's usually like get, get everybody together because Christmas is just sort of like, yeah, we're, we're going to go over here. We're going to go over there. But the birthday is like the big, like, let's get a lot of people and like really celebrate him. Mm. Uh, does he, does he have a lot of friends? Is he, yeah. is he as social as you are? Cause everything else, he seems pretty, pretty much like a little Evan. Tom, nobody is as social as I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. That's true. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't like me. <laughs> and I don't, I, I try not to push. I, I try to be very like aware of like when I'm in a territory of like pushing my likes and behaviors and interests onto someone else. Like I'll do it more with my friends than with him. Yeah. Cause it's, it's different. It's like, if you're in my position that push, it's like, it's almost like, you know, if you know, the person you're interested in is working for you, it's, it's a different relationship. You gotta be more, <laughs> you yeah. know, be more aware of what the relationship is. So yeah. I don't, I don't push stuff like that. Do you huh? want, uh, do you want more kids? Um, it was, you know, we, we've talked about that and we, we're not going to do that. Um, you know, just I'm, I'm 40. Like the idea of like being like 50 when the kid is 10 and mm -hmm. like she spent her whole twenties raising him and then to like start back over in thirties, like mm -hmm. for both, for both of us, for different reasons, we're kind of like, we both have our reasons to like not do that. Yeah. You know, and I'm totally happy with that. I mean, it would, I, I almost, you know, in thinking about it myself, Privately, I kind of thought it would be almost weird too. like, I didn't want to have kids, you know, previously to her to like, to, you know, to start to, to be like, oh, now I need to have a kid. You mm -hmm, know, it's kind of mm -hmm. like, I'm sticking to what I've felt like before. Yeah. You know? Well, that's good. And that's good because there's no point in like trying to do something for, for other people or for some other idea, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, and that makes total sense. Like she's about to be free. She's only got seven <laughs> more kids left. Yeah. <laughs> she's counting down the days like a prison wall. Just yeah. down. Uh, have y'all done any family vacations? We have. Yes. The we've done multiple ones. Yeah. yeah. We went to a uh, big bend, uh, national park, which is like on the border of like Texas and Mexico. Okay. And it's like just crazy mountains. And that was amazing. Like, he loves nature. So we were, we were always like doing nature stuff. We went to Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is like I another. Was born there. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> like it's like, it's like his favorite place. Aww. Is Santa Fe, is that where the Meow Wolf Museum is? Yes, we went there. You went there? I went there because yeah. we, we drove out to Vegas and we stopped there. That's a wild place. It's dope. How, how is it going through that place with a kid? Oh, dude, that was like, he, he <laughs> ran so fast ahead and he doesn't usually do that. He got so excited. We, we kind of like panic looked for him for a few minutes. <laughs> Like it was just because it was, I think it was one of the coolest places he'd been to. It was one of the coolest oh, yeah. places I'd been to. Dude, yeah. So it was like, I don't think he, I don't think he could control himself. He just took off running. I, I did the same thing. <laughs> I was 37. I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. This is an advertisement for Meow Wolf. Look it up. Santa Fe, New Mexico. <laughs> Meow Wolf. Now we did that. We were still on the road, so we didn't like have a whole full day to stay there. So if you haven't been, it's this house and it's all trippy shit you can go like walk through the fridge you're in a whole nother like element partial dimension mm -hmm. and then you can read like diaries and newspaper clippings and find out that everything that's going on with this family did you read all the stuff the story behind yeah, it yeah we think we actually figured it out but there was like a malfunction on the safe where like the code wouldn't work we finally went to one of the employees and we were like dude like i think this is the code and he was just like yeah it's like it's down oh. <laughs> but we knew what it we figured out what it was okay. we, we at that point we were like googling it yeah, you just got to go back. <laughs> yeah. 
And, it, and they're making new ones too. There's yeah. going to be one in like Denver, I think, and awesome. Vegas. I will go to all of them. That place was so much fun. <laughs> Dude, that's what Promenade Mall should be Is it be like a Tulsa. safe room? Or what? No, no, it's not I a mean, safe room. Uh, is so, that what it's called? Escape room. That's yes, what I meant. <laughs> safe room. Safe room is for tornadoes. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's not an escape room. It's more like maybe a maze kind of. Like you can, oh, you can okay. walk out anytime you want. But it's, oh, okay. And, and it, it's just full of people. Like it's not just mm-hmm. your group there. You Just anybody's kind of walking through the house and, and you get to read their diaries, newspaper clippings, and find out what's the secret behind this mm. family. And then you get to see, like, like going into the fridge or, like, the, the washing machine. Oh, yeah, it's like I've you get into, like, this kid's that. imagination yeah. type of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. that's cool. It's pretty cool. Did you ever go to the experience in Tulsa? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like that thing that you never well, did. Well, I will do that one day. If Kurt Fletcher got to do a set at Meow Wolf. They have that oh, little really? stage there. Yeah, yeah they did a comedy oh, show. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, so is the kid, does he, does he do, is he, is he going to take one of Roy's classes? Is he going to start no, doing a stand? No, 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 <laughs> no. Stay off drugs, stay out of the loony bin. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. What, does he have any uh, kind of artistic interests of any kind? Oh, he, he's a great artist, like as far as like drawing. Um, his drawings are like incredible. Uh, he makes beats. He actually has Garage Ooh, Band. Okay. Wow. Um, his the way he goes through the program too, like you know, like clicking through it and changing the beats and like flipping through everything and like doing the drop downs and it's so fast and fl- watching it, it's like it's crazy. You, you know, looking at him, cause you're like this kid's eleven and like mm-hmm. adding stuff to the beats, like adding drums and adding like a little whistle and like bass and like taking it out and then you know changing the tempo and it's it's really wild he has a bunch of songs he's made like instrumentals and stuff like wow. that and that's, maybe i'll hit him up for a bean no <laughs> i've thought about that before and he he's listened to like a lot of local uh, hip-hop artists and stuff like he knows who steph simon is and dial tone and oh my uh, god first. are you gonna start taking him around to the places when he becomes of age <laughs> well i i want to yeah i mean there's there's shows he could go to that are like all ages but they they're usually so late at night that's yeah. usually like the big thing is but in the summer yeah i mean there's this show coming up at the uh, the brady mansion that Ooh. steph simon's doing it was on the cover of the tulsa world which is awesome like i'd love to take him that but it starts at 10 yeah, but that's gonna be such a cool show. Wow, be cool. Uh, so now you're living together, which means you're you're financially hooked together. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is are you, are you like on the kid's life insurance? Like, if you die, does the kid get money? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's been arranged yet. I mean, he he would, he would be fine. Like, we all of our <laughs> stuff is like is um, shared. Um, if that's the right word. Yeah. Yeah. It's all in there. He, he's got your Netflix password. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's he all he really needs, you right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so, so are you are you kind of involved now in like future planning, saving for college and that sort of thing, or do you just leave that all to her? Man, we haven't we haven't gotten there yet. That's yeah. I mean, I, I think that's something that like I, a lot of that stuff like is the kind of stuff that I think about. Like, man, I hope I hope nothing you know happens to me before we've made all these plans. But a lot of those kind of feel like doomsday plans to me to make them now. Like, I'm hoping I'm gonna be here and like we'll just make those decisions when we get there. Like, I I've tried. I haven't thought a lot about like what about if something happens to me. Yeah. Like maybe I should, but I just I I really don't live like that. Yeah, you're a live in the moment kind of guy. Kind of, yeah. Like I think about the future, but then it just scares me, and I change the topic. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I get that. I get that. Real, real 
So much relate. <laughs> uh, does he have any little eleven-year-old girlfriends? No, not that not that no. I'm aware of. So does he talk to you about anything that's kind of, you know, personal? Like, does he talk to you in that way, or is it still kind of like, hey, I've been um, you're going to a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like that. Than like we've we've had deep talks before, but it but it's not like on those subjects. It's more just like about like you know, friendship and stuff like that. And I'll, I'll often relate stories from my childhood where I'm like, this happened to me or like, I used to have this issue with a kid and like, it kind of lights him up. Cause then he's like, Oh, you know, you've been through it. So we can kind of talk on that stuff, but not, not anything sexual, but just like, just about like how other kids can be and how it can be like to be in, in be in school. And like, I kind of feel lucky that I had, that I did. I personally had so many bad situations that I can remember and he doesn't go through it like that, but I mean, I think it's like... Were you bullied helped. in school? Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think there was one Where'd time... Where'd you go to school here? Well, I went to a Grissom and then Bird and then Memorial. Um, mm. There was one time we were all like at the lake house with, with her and some of her friends, and bullying came up, and I, I shared a, a, a story, a, a, ba- a very basic bullying story. I mean, I had all the ones <laughs> all from levels. like, yeah, from like, they take something from you and won't give it back, or you just get kicked for no reason, and <laughs> you know, just like the spectrum. Like, there there was one time, um, I don't know why I remember this one so well, but I was just like, I was sitting at my desk, and I felt like a hard push in my back. It w- made me go into like the tray of the desk. Uh-huh. And it wasn't even like 8 a.m. yet. It was like 7.50. Like school hadn't even started. It's like everybody's just filling out the class. And I just like turned around. It was the kid sitting in the desk behind me. And he was like, why don't you know how to comb the back of your hair? And I was, I was just like, dude, are you oh fucking God. kidding me? Kids <laughs> <laughs> are dumb. Yeah. And, and, I, and they were like, oh, we don't know what that's like. He's just like, like staring at the back of your head like this son of a yeah, it Man. came out of nowhere for no real reason. Dang. Wow! But yep. that's good. At least you're out. You're guiding little Oscar with your experience. It's really made me made me what I am. Like I think if you if you eat shit for long enough, you become like really mean and bitter or mm-hmm. like hardened, or you just you start being like a lot learning nicer how to, to walk everybody through else. It. Yeah, walk you don't through wanna... the shit instead of let it own you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you treat people better than you were treated. Yeah, you go one mm-hmm. way or the other. And yeah. I, I'm glad I took the path that I did. Yeah. Because it's proved fruitful. Once a single man partying at the Yeti, <laughs> now a family man about to throw some balls. <laughs> That's going to be the snippet. We're going to pluck that out and just you throw that out by itself. Well, I always uh, think about the times like where I like almost gave up or where I was suicidal or where I like almost died. And I was like, I'm just like so thankful that I made it long enough to see this. And that's what I always try to tell people that are like, going through a lot of shit and they're like 31. I'm like, dude, I did my first stand-up set at 35. I was like, I felt horribly at 31. And the problems that you're telling me, I feel like mine were worse. And I'm mm. so glad I stuck around. So it's like, that's all I can tell you is just stick around. Because even if you say, you know, you're never going to do anything and nothing good's ever going to happen to you. That's what I would have said. Mm-hmm. I never thought yeah. I'd be, oh, I'll be doing a podcast at 40 about how I've got a family <laughs> and I do stand-up and I had a t-shirt and I went on the radio and I did all these things. It's like, uh, none of that's ever going to happen. I didn't believe, you know, I thought dreams are bullshit mm-hmm. is what I thought. What, what like made that change for you? Like that, that way of thinking. I, I spent so much time just like hiding out from anything that could be painful. Like I just like, I would work my job, which is painful, but I would just like come home and hide from everything. Like if it was like, if I didn't have, 
you know, a relationship, then I couldn't have a bad relationship. You know, like if mm -hmm. I didn't interact with anyone, I couldn't have a bad interaction. So I just, I just hid away from everything, you know? And then, um, you know, at some point I just, I was so empty inside, you know, that I just, I finally, I was like totally sick of it. You mm -hmm. know, like I wanted to feel something like anything, like mm -hmm. I just wanted to, to feel something again. And I just, I went out to a, a concert at Kane's ballroom by myself and I just felt everybody's hype for that show. And I was totally by myself and I didn't have the hype for the artist I was seeing, mm -hmm. but just feeling everybody else's excitement. I felt like the first energy I'd felt actually like in your in, heart. inside my chest. Yeah, yeah. In my heart. And the first time, like in a long time, it was like, I felt, I was like, I remembered how it felt to be that excited. Like I remembered being How'd excited. Be alive. <laughs> yeah. And I just made a deal with myself. I was like, I'm just going to start going to stuff. And mm -hmm. I didn't know that that was that I'd put myself on my path yeah. to this. Like I didn't know that it was going to end up here, but that was legitimately like my first step was just like going out one time by myself. What made you want to do stand up? I had just, I met Jamie Nafee. Um, whose sister is the great Sheila Nafee. Uh, okay. And that was just the lucky, like, you know, met the right person at the right time where she was. Did you always want to do it? No, she, she wanted to do Roy's class. And that was me not even knowing that stand up was going on. I didn't know Roy was, I didn't know what the loony bin was, but meeting her and her telling me that she wanted to do it, but her being scared to do it on her own and me just saying, I'll do it with you, but not realizing that I was going to have to do a set. I just thought I was like attending this class with her, but that <laughs> really? was, yes. Oh my God. I didn't know that. <laughs> that so was... She tricked you into doing your first set. And how did you know that you liked it yourself? Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to be in the class once I found out you had to do a set. Uh -huh. So like the first eight out of the 10 weeks of the class or whatever, were like totally miserable and I was terrified and I was so scared for that graduation show. I mean, it was just like a ticking time bomb in my life. I mean, it was just so much, it gave me so much anxiety and I was so scared of it. And I was, it was just, that was one of the most miserable times of my life. Like it was, it was one of those times where I'd just be driving and I would like pull over the car to cry. Oh my God. Wow. So wait, so then what you performed and then you were like, I like it or what? After I after I did my first set, it went better than it should have, only because Roy <laughs> embarrassed me during the class and got up on stage with me and, and pulled my phone out of my hand and was like, "Do the fucking joke!" Like mm. if not for Roy, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why people say I love Roy, but he's a fucking that's an <laughs> asshole move. But it worked for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think you know, I think he was. I mean, I don't know. I'm so glad that he did that, but mm -hmm. I mean. You could imagine, like, if he had never did, if he had just taken a passive approach with me with just letting me suck Fuck, yeah. throughout the class, and then just like I'm on the grad grad show, just like totally bombing, reading off my phone. But he was like, "Fuck that, dude!" Like he, yeah. you know. And I think he did. He played nice with me for mm -hmm. eight weeks. It was just like when it was right before the show, he was like, "Come on, dude," you know. Like, you know, you could probably imagine Roy saying yeah. that. When did what made you keep doing it then after that? Well, I, I did that first set, and it, it went well enough, you know, where I was like, you know, I felt like I'd escaped, you know, I never wanted to do it again. It was basically <laughs> like I, had, you know, jumped out of an airplane and I was like, cool, I survived, you know, the, the, you know, the, the net, you know, went and I didn't die, but I never want to do it again. But, um, Jamie told me that Sheila had told her that I was her favorite set on the whole show. And it was oh. like, such like hearing that compliment, it felt so good. Like I didn't believe it, but it was just like, it was so sweet that it really like it touched me and I, I really looked up to Sheila and I still do 
And um, Sheila asked me to be on her set at Utopia mm. in like a month. And just because it was her, like, I, I don't think I would have said yes to anybody else. But because it was Sheila, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that set. And it was a month away. And it just felt like it's like agreeing to go on a ski trip like next year. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll go. Yeah. I, like, I hope something happens. <laughs> yeah. I hope something happens in this next month where I don't have to do this. But man, and that set went better than the first one. I, I, I wrote four jokes in that month that were different from the grad set. I didn't do any of the grad set. I closed on my hamburger helper joke that I still sometimes do to this <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. It was the first time it was ever performed live. And it it did really well. I got to walk off stage to it. I walked through the whole crowd. They had like 50 people there because it was the big comeback show because mm -hmm. Drew, legendary Drew Welcher, Tulsa oh, yeah, comic, yeah. had legendarily gotten the show shut down and gone for a year because she made fun of a veteran. Oh, and it was, my God. I just figured Tom remembers the story. But, you know, Drew was on this show. She's on the comeback show. And I'd seen her a couple times. And I was just, Drew, to me, was like a star. Like, still is. But, I mean, what a funny comic. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. And so I walked through the crowd after my set. And I'm getting tons of, like, pats on the back, pats on the shoulder. Like, oh, it was funny. I walk all the way to the back where it's just Jeremiah Walton and Drew Welcher. And and Jeremiah was like, hey, man, that was cool, you know, and shook my hand. And Drew was like, oh, man, the hamburger helper killed it. What's up? And like shook my hand. And in my head, I, I remember it was like a, a narrator's voice. It was my voice. And I was like, I will do this forever. Aww. I was like, when is the next show? I was like, I'm in with you guys now. I mean, have feeling that acceptance from like Drew and, that and Jeremiah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And even like after the show, when all the comics were gathered together <laughs> in the back, Sheila was almost like running the show like a coach. Like she had us all like come into huddle and she was like, you guys, Evan killed it for us tonight. Show them. Yeah. You know, like everybody clapped for me in the little circle. And it was like, <laughs> it was so cool. And it was just like, that's why I still to this day do comedy Aww. was like that night and that set. So what's, well, how do you feel about stand up now? Like what's, what's your, I love it, that? man. It's given me everything. Like when I look around and think everything that I have and why I'm here, it's all because of that. So even when it doesn't go well, it's like something that I'm eternally grateful for that I feel like should always be a part of my life. And even when I'm not, you know, even if I don't do it for myself, I feel like now I have a position where I can help other people. So I'm more actively using that. There's sadly, there's at least two people, if not more, there's more, at least three I just thought of that, that are no longer alive that had told me that they wanted to do stand up, And I just, mm. I told them about the class, told them about open mic and it, it didn't, it didn't happen. And there's people now where like I've for years, I mean, I'm five years in, I've referred so many people to go to the first shop, go to the VFW, go to the mm -hmm. open mic. And it, a lot of them don't do it because yeah. it's just kind of like you're telling them like, Oh, go over there. And it's like, they're still going to have to like, kind of like do it on their own. They have to face and, that yeah. fear on their own. And at, yeah. this, at this point, I'm kind of like, I'm going to hold some people's hands. I'm just going to put them on my showcase, like, and let them do five minutes. Cause it's not going to hurt the show. Mm -hmm. They'll probably right. bring some people like, even if, you know, even if it doesn't go well, it's still, it's good for them. And you know what? I'll put them on another one. I, yeah. I'm going to run like three rooms. Mm -hmm. um, and the people that it does go really good for, like, I want to just give people what, you know, people helped me and put me in the position I'm in. And I want to do the same thing for other people. That's awesome. You know, That's, awesome. I'm That's why you're the Prince of Comedy in <laughs> Tulsa. And it's the best. <laughs> and Tulsa is happy to have you. We're yeah. glad that you're out and running. So you said you're running three rooms now? Well, I'm, I'm, I've am I'm done Heirloom for over a year. I've done like six shows at Vanguard now. And I've got two lined up at Renaissance that I think I'm just going to make like a regular. At the hotel? 
No, at the one across from Mother Road Market where they do the insult attack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Renaissance Brewery. I, I, yeah, I think I may run it as like, I don't know if I'll do it monthly or it might just be like special events, but it might be monthly, but it's a smaller room, so I might use it as like my small room show. Yeah. And then Vanguard's my big room show and Erling's mm-hmm. like my middle room show. That's awesome. So, so what's, what have you got coming up? This will probably head out maybe end of end of February, early March. What do you got going on to plug? Dude, I got, yeah, I actually got a lot of stuff. I'm doing, um, I'm making an appearance in the, the toy, toy Story roast at Starlight as part of Top oh, Show Incorporated. Yeah. I'm, nice. I'm playing Rex, which is like a dinosaur, I think. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. What, what night is that? <laughs> um, I believe that's the 26th. One of the Thursdays. Sixth, maybe? Is it is it February twenty sixth to Thursday? Uh let's see. February Well on our phones Googling Yeah. It. Uh twenty sixth is Wednesday, so it'd be the twenty seventh. Oh, twenty seventh. Yeah. Um February the twentieth at eight p Thursday, February twentieth, eight PM at the Starlight. Okay. Real roast of Toy Story. There we go. Yes. February twentieth, y'all. The next night I'm hosting uh for a band called Nightingale at the Vanguard with co-hosting it with Joey Duffy from Cliff Diver. And there's like Dane Arnold and the soup is on there and um, Chris Blevins. And it's going to be a huge show. Um, it's their EP release. And then the next night I'm doing heirloom uh, the 29th. And then I, I believe the night after that I'm at the Looney bin with, it's like a Z104.5, the edge what night uh, is fundraiser. That? It's a Sunday night um, after the Nightingale show. So it goes, Thursdays, the Toy, Toy Story roast at Starlight. Friday, <laughs> Nightingale at Vanguard. So that's the 21st. Saturday. Saturday, the 22nd. No, no, this is the end of the month. Well, 22nd is the end of the month. Real Roasted Toy Story is the 20th. So the Friday, the following Friday is the 21st. <laughs> I'm looking at the event on okay. Facebook. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I got my schedule all wrong. <laughs> I got a bunch of stuff. So I'm also okay. I'm, here's Evan's what you gonna can be do. everywhere at all times. <laughs> in in the unlikely event there's anyone listening to this anywhere on planet Earth <laughs> that's not already following Evan on social media. <laughs> Go ahead, Evan Hughes on Facebook. Do you have Instagram, Twitter? Oh yeah, Evan B. Hughes on Instagram. Um, I don't have Twitter. I don't have Twitter. Okay. But there's so many there I think on the sixteenth at Night at Nightingale Theater, I'm doing a Jack Allen show with a couple Chicago comics. That'll be great. Yeah, and then I'm, I'll be in Arkansas for two nights early, um, early March um, for a guy named Cliff Cash. It's like a touring comic. I'm doing Nomads and Black Cider, uh, that one, and then I'm I'm doing I'm opening for Raya Butcher at Duet on the 13th of March, I think. Fantastic. And then, um, yeah, there's there's so many shows. Is there? Can we follow you on social media? Like all that stuff. Please. <laughs> Do you have an Instagram? Yeah, Evan, Evan B. Hughes at Instagram. Okay, okay. Ashlyn checked out about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, I, did you just say that? <laughs> we literally did. <laughs> Whoa, I am so you, sorry. I was you looking, were looking at the looking calendar. For dates. You were looking for dates. I've got a date for you. Uh, since we've plugged all of Evans, we'll Damn. plug uh, Roxy Rockets Pearl District Peep Show. I'll be emceeing Burlesque Saturday, March the 7th, down at Lot 6 for the Pearl District Peep Show. Ashlyn, what you got up on the calendar? Oh, see, that's that's what got me all crazy see, over here. This is where uh, Ashley oh. falls apart every episode. She's like, I've got stuff. It's I've, it's here. I've got a phone. There's <laughs> dates and comedy. Okay, I don't. I can't. You said this is going to be released at the end of February. Or no? Oh, wait. So sometime within okay. the next week or two. So anything into February is going to be okay. Good to well, February seventeenth and the twenty fourth, I'll be. Um, Co-hosting the first shop with Andrew and stuff, so I'll be on one of those. I mean, it's five, four, yeah, five minutes. Oh yeah, on both of those. Um, and then I will be at the Looney Bin on the sixteenth at seven, and that's really 
all I have so far. Chariot. There we go. Lots of stand-up. Uh, three different uh, kind of things of stand-up. Ashlyn's doing a couple of things. You've got your three shows. I'm doing burlesque. we got three different levels of relationship. I've got a girlfriend. <laughs> you've got a fiancé. She's got a spouse. We're all good. <laughs> Evan, thank you almost so much for coming. This was a great episode. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening and for having me on. You're yeah. the best. You're the best. Tom's <laughs> the best, too. I love this show. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Let's just sit here and thank each other for 20 minutes and wrap it up. <laughs> My name's Tom King. I'm Ashlyn Nicole. And this has been Digital Intercourse. Thank you for listening to Digital Intercourse. Please follow Digital Intercourse on social media at facebook.com slash dipodcast. And while you're at it, follow Soundstooth on Facebook at facebook.com slash soundstooth.